<laughs> this is episode this is episode six of Jedi Fun Time, and we are the droids you're looking for. Yes. Uh, so, like Jimmy was just saying, we did um, we interviewed Mike Quinn on our last episode. Hopefully, you guys listened to it and enjoyed right. it. He was for- he was very nice and down to earth and very great, entertaining. Yeah, very entertaining. Great for, guy. For those who don't know who he is, he was the puppeteer for. Um, Numerous characters are returning to Jedi. He did Need Numb. He did uh, Size Noodles. He did the... The, the original Size Noodles. The original one, yeah, not that CGI crap. Mm-hmm. Um, he did uh, Little Ewok Baby. Nippet was his name. And no, I'm not sure if it was a male or female, so we'll just... Reyes. It was a Shih Tzu. And yeah. It was a Shih Tzu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he did Rays as Rays. well, which is the three-eyed... Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the Jabba's uh, characters. And, and, and numerous other, you know... Little pieces here and there, he said too. I mean, right. Yoda. So he, he did, Yoda, he did a little bit of Yoda. Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he a left hand? He said, or right hand? He I said he was the right hand, but it was his left hand doing it. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I got confused. Okay. <laughs> Which that had to be awkward, being like, because his hands were like switched to do yeah. it. Well, I'm sure he had to be inverted, obviously, to get out to get out of the shot. So I, I can mm. see that. So those those talk about being man, flexible, the, right? The amount of the amount of hard work those guys did, and right. it looks and it paid off. It looks so good, right? To this day, and they don't get they don't get credit, and exactly they pulled it off that it makes it look lifelike. Otherwise. That right there can destroy the movie if you know mm-hmm. if you see the wires you see you know just but uh, you know with a slanted face yeah. or look like he's having a stroke I mean yeah, <laughs> yeah you know yeah. You'd, be, you'd be like what gives here why well, is if it was his death scene I mean, it might have been all right <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but still I mean with Yoda alone the, just the fact that you saw his ears curl from my memory right now just the way his ears curl to the way like his lip would uh, you know yeah. just quiver at the end when I he mean, was when yeah. he was ready to, when he was dying it's I mean, just yeah. you know you, not everyone could do that stuff and it really takes it really takes uh, professionalism to to pull it off and and to yeah. make make those things you know seem lifelike i mean these are the guys that bring your brought your your character your favorite characters to life these are the guys that yeah. really are the unsung heroes of movie i mean there's a lot of unsung heroes of movie making but these are guys that are on screen with the stars and everything and you know in no one really, you don't really think about it. Right. And I mean, he had been in other movies that he were f- he did phenomenal work in too. Like I, we mentioned, the Dark Crystal, Dark and Crystal, Labyrinth, Labyrinth, and the Great Muppet Caper, and right. he's he's got an know. extensive resume, really good. Yes, it, I, there was just such a wealth of knowledge he gave us that mm-hmm. it was it was awesome. Right. It was really great. I mean, we, we were. We were smiling and nodding our heads, and yes. it's like this is an audio show. No one's going to see that, right? <laughs> but and I was grinning like ear to ear almost the whole right. time. Just it was, it was so great. It was the whole wall factor too, because anything else you can just look up, you can Google it, you sure, can, you can get all the stuff, and you're just going to get the same old recycled, you know, garbage. But to hear all the behind the mm-hmm. scenes and the little things, just the little stuff like that, you're just like, wow, no kidding. Yeah. I always thought it was fun because of uh, the little things, like the questions I wanted to ask him. He answered them before I even got a chance to ask. Him. Right. Yep. yep. Which one a couple of things, which was really cool in Jedi. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that, that I think that went very well. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, I think it was over an hour, wasn't it? So yeah, and, and it didn't even feel Not like by that. much. It didn't no. even feel like that. So it was, it was great. You, I, I, we could have probably did it for another hour. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's sad that we have. It, he has a real life because yeah. we need to let him get back to his real life <laughs> so we can get right. on what we have to do. Right. Well, we definitely appreciate it. He took yeah. time out of his busy schedule to you know talk to yeah. three guys you know in the show in the basement here. So yeah, <laughs> it's the Millennium Falcon, Jimmy. Can't oh. get straight. Right. <laughs> the Millennium Basement. <laughs> it's the Millennium <laughs> Basement. <laughs> But um, no, he he was great, and uh, hope I uh, you know can hopefully you know hope I hope continued success for him. I mean, it sounds like he's got some good stuff lined up. Yes, it so, does. Mm-hmm. And again, hit, hit, if you listen to these in order, you know all that. Yeah. So <laughs> before we begin, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Mike Quinn one more time. He just uh, messaged me now on uh, Messenger, and I'm, I want to uh, share it with you guys because it was really very cool. Um, hold on, here it goes. It's, uh, he says. Uh, Hope uh, that was okay, and editing won't be too much work. Not Look forward all. to the finished thing. Thank you so much, all. 
Yeah, it was a great interview. I really appreciated his time. Yeah, so did I. It was it was really, really great. Hopefully, his um, online class that he's going. It's really cool that you know he's starting that up and that people are people out there are still taking an interest in something that most kids nowadays, not most kids, but most people nowadays Mm -hmm. take for granted as far as you know puppetry versus CGI. You know, so I still vote puppetry. So do I. Absolutely. Practical effects. I I still vote models. Yeah, and not like you know. Not like, you know, women models, like actual models for like <laughs> ships and yeah. cities. Plastic, plastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I, I, I went, I did three years of architectural design in college and we built models. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot, but, and I, that's one of the things I wasn't really good at. When it came to catting something up or drawing something up, fl- blueprints, floor plans, isometrics, you know, f- uh, whatever views, that I could do. It, it takes a certain person to really be able to pull off making a model good. And it goes the same thing for the puppeteer guys. You know, oh, yeah. pull all you that together. It's for just, that. And I, I don't have patience. No not way. at I all. I could not spend the time doing that whatsoever. It's it's a definitely a fine art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And it's one that I'm glad to see it's somewhat still, making a comeback right. and still around. Yeah. Right. I mean, There's I, supposed I, to be a lot of practical effects in the new Star Wars film. So. Well, that's where They're going that's back one, to the roots. Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I will say with, um, with Abrams. I th- I, everything I've read that's been officially posted or that he's even said – or people that have, you know, been on set and said, you know, like you said, the loss of going old school. He's really, I think, doing the right, doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. From what, well, we, you know, obviously judgments out until we see it. Of course. Because yeah. now there's like, you know, now is when all the CGI gets added because they're done filming. Yes. Well, they're done filming location shots and stuff. Yes. Now it's all post-production and studio shots. So, you know. But from what the cast is saying, especially Anthony Daniels, he says it's. It could be one of the best ever. Let's let's hope it is. Mm-hmm. That was from bold, some bold statements that he put out. Yeah, there. And, and wasn't even, that like about two weeks ago? He said, yeah. That? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, even just looking at the, um, even looking at the shots they released of you know, because there were official shots that they did release. Was of there, certain yeah. things. there I, were a couple. I, of I avoid that because you know, it's all rumors. It's all sketch well, no, drawings. Well, they, they, so there was actually no, some official. Actually, stuff well, released. there were actually shots released from the set. And I don't know how official they were, but they were from people on the set. I mean, yeah. what if they don't oh. they don't spoil anything? It's like okay, here's a desert. Well, here's a yeah. ship. Here's yeah, here's a, a ship. I mean, you're not. You well, don't. The last thing we posted going. was a ship. So yeah. they, they yeah. had. But, yeah. but looking at those shots and those scenes, the minute you saw it, you, yeah, you didn't know what was going on. You knew it was Star Wars. Yes. It looked how it should have looked, mm-hmm. and I, I was really glad to see that. Me too. So we'll see if it translates again. You right. know, but. it was definitely cool. You actually saw the X wing fighter, and you saw the Millennium Falcon, yeah. not just a basically a box, and then they basically yeah. green screen everything around. Yeah, yeah it was so. nice to see them building a Falcon, mm-hmm. you right, know? Right. And Abrams has had fun with it, too, because stuff gets leaked, and what's Abrams do? He makes up his own thing and leaks it. Yeah. Like yeah. like the note that was on the chess table, or mm-hmm. whatever, not chess, but whatever they call it. And uh, everyone's like, oh, it's, the Millennium Falcon's going to be in it. Well, no kidding. It's Star Wars. You can't not right. have the Falcon. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, Some of that is a given. I mean, it's a no-brainer. We know what it's going to be around. Yeah. If you're going to have... Now, is it going to be used original, or it's going to be found in a hangar? That's it's the up, question. It, it's, it's, so. up on, it's up on jack stands with grass growing through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on the front lawn. Right. Yeah. You never Han know. Leia live, Han and Leia, Leia are living in the Winnebago from uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, no, it, it's, it's an exciting time. And... Uh, so what does everyone think about the the, the the title for the film, The Force Awakens? I kind of like the title. I didn't mind. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, like Sean Donnett said, what, you know, can do better than that. But, yeah, but it's, it just, makes per- it's better than A Phantom Menace, right? But so. it's a title yeah. that makes perfect sense because it's a dawn, the dawn of a new Jedi order, I'm assuming, at some Hopefully, point. Because, yeah. you know, 
they don't have to be in hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. So it, right. I think it's a title that makes sense for, you know, mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, it's, it's obvious there's definitely going to be a new villain. So this is what it is. It's going to, yeah, it's preparing for it. So. And there's probably, there's going to be new heroes, I would assume, too. Absolutely. Sure. You know, and, uh, yeah. You know, so, a lot of people yeah, complained about Abrams, you know, with uh, the Star Trek films. I thought, I didn't see this, I could still have to watch the second one, but the first one, I thought he did a good job. I, I, I'm, I'm a weird crossover fan. I, I like, different things and i like sure. when the star wars star trek arguments happen i just kind of sit back because i'm like i kind of like them both for different reasons you know mm. sure and i thought he made star trek a little more action orientated than it normally is to me that was always more star wars is you know oh things yeah but i enjoyed it and i almost hated admitting it when i got done watching it i watched like six hours of this extra footage on the blu-ray watching them make it and stuff i'm like you know what everyone gives them crap about lens flare and stuff but I thought it looked good. Mm-hmm. The, it 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 worked well. It it was a very enjoyable movie. So I think this episode seven is in very solid hands. I, I I think so too. And it's also funny because there's always this division in the fans. They don't realize that a lot of the same effect shops do both move, have done both series and both films. Of course, ILM yeah. has done Star Trek for like twenty years. Oh yeah, years, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I think uh, ILM yeah. has done lots of things. ILM has done amazing work yeah. over the years. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And they continue to. Yes. You know. So, uh, you guys have been watching uh, Rebels, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm almost uh, caught up. I just have whatever the, uh, this week's episode I didn't see. So, I'm trying to remember what the last episode was. Was it the... Uh, it was... Um, the, the Academy, uh, the Imperial Academy that no, uh, no, it was, Ezra snuck into. It was Out of Darkness, actually. Okay. That was the one where they, um, the fuel line is broke on the ship. The little ship when they're going to get supplies oh, and yes. they get stuck on that uh, planet with the creatures. It, it had that, the two female characters, yes. basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I did see that one. That was an okay episode. Yeah. I think uh, so far of all the episodes I've watched, my favorite one was Rise of the Old Masters. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. How many episodes have there been? Because I have been out of the loop on this. I was, I've, I, um, I've been wanting to watch them. They're on the DVR. I just haven't set up. No, no, they're no, they're on six, six? six so far. Six, yeah. Seven if you include the Spark of the Rebellion, the, the hour-long mm-hmm. feature. Okay. So, but um, Rise of the Old Masters I liked a lot because it had a lot of play towards the films in general, mm-hmm. um, where they were doing some stuff on Yoda, which I thought was interesting. Um, the The main character, which I can't recall his name right now, who's going to train Ezra? Okay, Kanan. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Kyle Kanan. No, no, just Kanan. Kanan. So I thought there was a Kyle. No, so, it's Kyle Kanan. These character names, I don't know where they come up with. Yeah, it's I don't just, know either. Sabine is the uh, the very, female Mandalorian. It's yeah. just I just I I know it's to appeal to kids. Yeah, make it all kid friendly and stuff. But I wish Ezra. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these names were. Uh, well, can you get a can you get a name better than Ezra? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> for all you thirty something yeah. somethings out there, yeah. you got that joke. Yeah, I certainly do. <laughs> Grunge is dead. <laughs> but uh, there is a funny uh, thing when Kanan earlier in that episode said something about you know master yoda always told us uh do or do not there is no try and he's like i kind of even don't know what that means <laughs> and then later in the episode um you know, he's t- trying to keep tell ezra you know you got to be focused try to keep focused and he goes to him i thought there was no try <sighs> which i thought was a great little line there was in that some, episode. Yeah, some little snide remarks like that which is exactly it's it's, it's good and for the kids that, and we yeah we 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 pointed that out too and we, it, is, it is kind of interesting how they well my favorite thing of that episode that. though was the fact that they finally introduced real i mean he's been in scenes here and there but the inquisitor right was introduced in that episode because the whole thing was they're trying to find luminati mm-hmm 
which was uh, cool that they brought uh, a, I thought a character of a pe- from the Clone Wars. I thought about the pizza place the minute you said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> the old Jedi Master that was supposed to be, you know, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone who saw it, but the, the main part of the episode is trying to find her. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was a big part of the Inquisitor. To lure him in. To L- lure him in, mm-hmm. and the Inquisitor shows up, and he is, I think, a great villain for the series. He seems like, like a really cool character. I was going to ask him yeah. how you feel about him. I just, I don't know. I, mean, I like his lightsaber a lot. Well, I think it's pretty cool. Do you think the lightsaber even fits that era? Well, I just don't think it doesn't belong. Why? Darth Maul had a two-bladed lightsaber. Yeah, but this one that was spun, before there. This thing spun like it was a circus light or something. Well, so, so it's like so? the Fini- so is it like the Phineas and Ferb lightsabers? Uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I don't see any. Do you know what we're talking about, John? How, this, how his sabers are? I okay. don't know. It's basically like Darth, Darth Maul's, right? It, it, okay, it goes out two ends, sure. And it's he's got a center wheel, mm-hmm. almost like a steering wheel, so he can you know mm-hmm. pivot it and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also it rotates on its own. See, I wasn't kidding. I was if, fits, if you'd so. seen the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special that I mean, Brian, you you watched yeah. it tonight here. It's jokingly, but. They modify their lightsabers, and at one point they have six blades. Yes, but yeah. then they pull like a chain, and it starts spinning like that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's this why when almost, I said that, I'm like, wow, that sounds kind of which right. is yes. I, well, I mean, obviously that was more of a spoof kind of yes. fun thing, but but they're trying to make this canon. Can I say canon? I don't know. Accurate. I don't, I, I don't no, know. I don't, I don't think it fits the. I don't era. know if I really it don't. fits, but I mean, there's other scenes. I mean, Grievous spins lightsabers in a sense. I mean, there, there, you can it, bring it. He spins he's, it he's articulate. He does it exactly. I, I know he spins it himself, but I don't see how it, it doesn't fit. I mean, why couldn't you build something like that in that time? Well, let's be fair. It, it, I mean, they ha- if, they, if, you, if you live in a time period when you can control the flow of light or plasma to make a blade out of it without it shooting miles, mm-hmm. you should be able to make it spin. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, have flo- you have floating cars. And light speed travel, I think you can make a spinning lightsaber. I understand. I just don't think it fits the era. Even though the prequels, they had a lot more, you know, the, the, we'll talk about weapon yeah. tree, we'll talk about sure. the vehicles, were way more fancier than obviously the, the original trilogy. But it just seems like, well, then what, episode four, everything just like went back to the dinosaur era, you know, more or less. You're just, it's like they it, it took a step back. So I just, I was, I was hope they would just go back to original. Well, this takes place between now, if you episodes. Was dual, if you was dual wielding, I'd get that. That'd be totally cool. But just the whole fact that it was, well, it's was on a spinning circle. It's just, but he was mainly dual wielding most of the time. He just did that briefly in one mm-hmm. scene. So but, this, you know. this series takes place between episodes three and four? This takes after episode three and before four. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. okay. That's what I thought. All right. And then we could talk a little bit about Kanan's blade that it basically it detaches so he can hide it and so he can conceal it and yeah. then he screws it in like you put de- like you're putting batteries de- in a flashlight. What's, yeah. what's, what's the detachment? The, thing, the thing's like five six inches long. Right. He splits but, it in but, two and which this but if conversation you think something really like the that, yeah. um, you know, in the, the when they re-released um, the original trilogy on Blu- Blu-ray, there is a scene where Luke is detaching his lightsaber and putting it together. I mean, well, it can you, be done. You, you can build. You, they, you they build, build your them. lightsaber. Yeah, I right. mean, each color was stood for something different. I mean, yeah. originally, anyway. Right. And, I mean, each, and each person had their own. They were all customized. I mean, I guess if yeah, you get that, I guess but this thing, the s- way this thing interlocked with each other, it just, it's well, just not. I guess if you're going to smuggle a lightsaber somewhere and you don't want them to know you're a Jedi, then disassembling it into its core pieces makes sense because people will be like, oh, it's just a piece of metal or just, you know. So he I is can, trying to that. hide himself. That is one of the main things. Right. I get that. Uh, but you can do it any other Jedi. You hide it under, not, obviously not wear a cloak because then you, you'll give it away as well. But you can definitely hide it under <laughs> hey, your look, sleeve. I found this great know, cloak with, so. and it's only got this one slash in it. I don't know where <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, some things bother me about the show. But other than that, it's it's tolerable. I, I, I'll watch it. You know but, what bothers me about the show the most? What's that? Chopper. 
You know what's sad is ever, watching the commercials. That's why I kind of want to watch it now. I hate like Chopper. I want to get back. To, I want to start watching. I started watching the the first step, the the full length, the hour long. Yeah. And I I was at work doing it, so obviously I had to stop because I had something to do, and I just hadn't gotten back to it. And I'm behind on it, which I said originally. That's why you guys are doing the most talk. I like cranky characters with tempers. <laughs> well, that and since it that's then. basically me, because <laughs> you just basically described Chopper this, this... and Robot is me in robot form, and I think I that is great. Do you know how many they times I work? I want to. I ba- guess. Yeah. Do you know how many times in my in, in, on a daily basis I want to bang my head against something because you know of the people around me? Yeah, Chopper's the guy. <laughs> Now, why don't you like him? I just find him to be kind of annoying. Okay, he's always messing with people like, for no reason. He, that's awesome. He's a he's messing with he's Ezra. A he's it's messing great. with. Uh, you think he's trying? Job? Yeah, is that you yeah. think he's trying to one up R two as far as being like? A, I don't think he because R two is in the first episode, mm-hmm. and he, he he didn't really mess with R two that much in that episode. They yeah. did a little bit. They had a little play here and there. Right. That was probably the most tolerable Chopper episode I think I've seen. <laughs> so, so are we talking about annoying Jar Jar annoying, or are we talking? Wow. Uh, I don't know about that. I just because like I get why Jar Jar was because, in the films. But like it there's just been like I said, the first the episode, film. the droids in distress. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fine. Um, in, in the breaking ranks episode when Ezra infiltrates um, the Imperial Stormtrooper Academy. I thought he was fine because he was helping him, and he was in disguise the whole time. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But in some of the other episodes, he's just annoying. Mm-hmm. He's running around, causing problems, doing the shit he shouldn't be doing. It's like you're you're screwing stuff up. Now you think that he was created just to, to appeal to kids? I mean, probably. What, yeah. What, what were your feelings with appeal the, to kids and annoy Ezra? What was your feelings <laughs> with the Clone Wars with Ahsoka? What, did you like that character? Because um, I thought that character was annoying as hell. Uh, you know, I can until I certain, the end. Until you know, the end. I te- certain points she was cool, and certain points she was. Annoying, I tend to yes. agree with Jimmy. I've, I've again, I don't know why I'm hosting a Star Wars show and I haven't even made it through all those because I have a season or two left of that. In the, ep- I enjoyed a lot of the episodes that did not have her. Exactly. The the ones with her, a lot of them were okay, but she, I think she could have just been written better. Right. I didn't mind her. I didn't think she hindered anything. But I don't think she really. It was just the whininess, which obviously will. Well, then look at the, the kids, But then again, Luke so. Skywalker. I mean, all he did yeah. was whine the first movie. Yeah, that's right. You're right about that. Well, Chopper you know. doesn't whine because he can't. So. Sure he does. He, he really just beeps and bangs his head off stuff. <laughs> Uh, I'm like the worst host for a podcast. Yeah, I haven't, oh, I haven't watched any of the new stuff yet. But <laughs> well, I did. Um, that's why these guys are here. I did like Droids in Distress too, the first episode because it introduced right. you know old characters again that we haven't seen. Um, there's a couple old characters in that besides R2 and C3PO, which is kind of cool. Neem them? No, 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 nine them. Nine them. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I say Neem. I don't say nine. I don't know which yeah. it is. I just saw it's it. I, say Neem. I, I think the eye is kind of like a little not silent, but just yeah. It's not. It's not emphasized. I think we need a letter writing campaign to get him in. Yeah, we should. We, we should. Well, well, we, actually, no. We were going to do Billy that, D for actually, episode you know what, eight. You know what? So. That wouldn't make any sense because he wouldn't have been in any of it yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I mean, he, we see him in Jedi. That's his yes. first appearance, and this yes. takes place far before that. Well, not far before, but okay. it takes place before. But that. it doesn't mean I he you can't. Meant, I thought you meant right for for him to be in episode seven, which obviously is too late. It's already written, but he could. Okay. That, a character well, see, like no, that. No, you're, you're, talking, what, you're talking about Neem in, yeah, in yeah, Rebels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, a no, character of course, like that. Well, he could have been around. He'd be. He would have been in the Rebel Alliance, probably. Yeah. To be fair, if if Lucas was still in charge, we could write him in, and he could have you know put a CGI Neem them. Oh, yeah. After in post. Stop. Stop. Don't give Disney any ideas. <laughs> yeah, stop. Please, I, stop. I'm more confident with Disney handling these. and, and the, I'm I think, very I think the Star Wars franchise is in extremely good hands. I think 
Disney gets a bad rap by a lot of people being like the evil empire stuff, but realistically, a lot of things they do, they do well. Especially well, now they, with they Marvel the and yeah, they I have mean, the money Big for Hero it. Six was fantastic. But they but they they take an approach where they they don't they don't tinker with it as much as like some places would. Like they okay, the Star Wars franchise, they they hired the people to do it. And yeah. I Disney's, you know, as far as I know, Disney is not really Going they, down there every day, they trying to model the show. It, yeah, that's what you're yeah, saying. yeah. I, I, I do agree same, with same that. Same with Marvel. You know, if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna buy properties that are making money, you want them. They're making money because of what they are, yes. not because of you needing to change them. And Disney seems to be smart enough currently to not really muddle it and say, "Well, what if we do this?" You know, they've right. they've had the same creative team for all the Marvel movies since mm-hmm. they started doing Marvel films, and that's why they're so good. Mm-hmm. It's because. The same creative team is working off the same timeline and keeping mm-hmm. everything in sync, which is yes. it's a really good thing. Yeah. But it's just it's just Disney itself. Like yesterday, I was at the store. I was at Target, I think, one of the stores. Shameless plug, right? But um, I walked by the toy store. Yeah, they don't advertise for it. They don't <laughs> give us any money. Thanks. Yeah. I, I walked by the toy store, to, the toy department, and I see the Millennium Falcon. Cool, you know, stuff is back. Merchandising is great. And then when you see the Disney logo on, you're like. Oh uh, yeah! Well, Thanks see, for reminding me. You're not going to see Kenner on it. I mean, they went out of business, and then they, it was yeah. was it who was it? It was Kenner, and then it, it was, was Mattel. Kenner. No, 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 no. It was somebody Hasbro. else. Kenner. Hasbro. Thank you. Okay. Well, because Kenner yeah. went under and or got absorbed yes. by them in '94 or '5 or something it like was that. After they first um, came out, I think with the reissues, mm-hmm. the Power of the Force reissue figures. That was Kenner. You're right. That was Kenner. At f- if we want to talk about action figures, let me tell you how hard it is to find the Black Series figures. Oh I'm actually my surprised God. that, well, I mean, considering we derailed anyway, but I'm actually yeah. surprised you guys hadn't talked about that because you guys just picked up a bunch of new figures, right? I mean, each of you. Well, I had help. I, at first, I wasn't going to go with you the Black help, Series. You had help, but I mean, you have them. Yeah, I do have them. Okay. I didn't have any help. <laughs> you know how many Walgreens how many, yes. I went to to find the prototype white Boba Fett? How many, you, you, how many stores? You realize you guys have each other's numbers. Yeah, I know. Or at least I, well, messaging on Facebook I didn't or whatever. Know that he had them already, yeah. I, I, like a case of them. <laughs> well, but, so that, uh, not like not like it's surprising either. <laughs> no, he but has, he hasn't seen my stuff yet. Yeah, so. I haven't that, seen his true. collection. He hasn't seen mine. Right. So all but, I know is moving you into your new place and putting your couch and stuff in there. I don't know where you have your collection. It's in the closet, unfortunately, because <laughs> yeah. I have no room for it. But and I'm sad. Literally, you can put shelves up. I can, but you, you seen my man cave, and I had everything on display before. Now mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, is it really going into the closet now? But I don't have a choice. So, yeah, eight Walgreens I went to before I found what I was looking for. Eight. Sounds like Bono. Bono. I went to Sounds one Walgreens and realized that they basically had more cat food than they had toys. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I am not going through this. So, yeah. I, well, the I, the I main reason up. it started is kind of funny because I, I wasn't feeling well. I needed to get some medication. And Star Wars toys. And I, I always no. Well, I always look at stuff anyway. I do the same thing. I kind cannot, of a thing. I cannot go to Walgreens and walk out with just the one thing I go for. Yeah. it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Walgreens later. on the way to work, and I stopped in, and they were having a sale this week too, which was like awesome. Mm-hmm. And I went down the toy aisle because I knew these figures are supposed to be appearing mm-hmm. because right. some of the sites are saying they're appearing now in Walgreens. They mm-hmm. released them in November. Yeah. And I walked down the aisle and I find. The Black Series Luke Jedi and uh, Darth Vader. And I got really excited. And then I got them for, on sale, five bucks off. I was like, this is great. Yep. And then the quest began. Can I find the Boba Fett? Can I find the Chewbacca? I can't find the Chewbacca. That's the one I can't find. Jimmy, do you have Chewbacca and Boba no, Fett? No, I don't. All I have is the White Boba Fett. You have the White Boba Fett. Not the, okay. not the Now, what's the deal with the White Boba Fett? It's a prototype. 
It's 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 a prototype it's, that was released, or was it accidentally no? Released? It's his oh. prototype armor. It's like the armor before oh, they painted it. Okay, okay. And they did you. some shots and, and did some um, s- photography of the character in that armor, and then they eventually they painted it and changed it. But do you know it's the backstory kind of with that? As far uh, as do you know the backstory with that? What, what is the backstory with that character? How he was supposed to be a imperial commando? No, yes, yes. Really? Empire Strike Back. I, I, I read that. Yeah. Uh, originally, he was. Um, he was Imperial Commando, and his job was when they landed on Hoth, they were going to send in a team of those white Boba Fetts to take out the shield generator. Oh, really? Before the mm-hmm. ads did. Yep. And then Lucas decided that, hey, this is kind of a cool uh, design, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he decided to scrap that idea and make him, make him a bounty mm-hmm. hunter. That's very cool. Yeah, I'd read that. So, yeah. And there was, they had scenes of, because of, that one has, he has a flamethrower, and his weapon is like an Uzi type uh yeah. you know short range like short, short so range submachine gun. Yeah, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. actually has two of them sorry he's got mm-hmm. two of those and uh basically the character was uh, acted by a character named alan, alan harris which he did bosk mm-hmm. and uh which i want to meet in february and uh i want to get take that pro- take the black series prototype and get it autographed by him oh okay so yeah it's really cool but not a lot of people know that backstory as far mm-hmm. as where mandalorian armor really originated for what what they were going to do with it before they decided to change it up and make him a bounty hunter See, that's one that's cool pretty cool. Th- that's one of those cool things to hear that you're like, oh, so, you know. Right. It's nice to see the cre- the creative process for, like, well, not maybe nowadays because every movie seems to be the same. But back, you know, even just 20-odd years ago, hey, I think I could do this better if we do it, do this. Let's scrap this and we'll, you know, use it again somewhere mm-hmm. else. You know, that's, that worked out really well. I mean, he created an iconic character who oh, had yeah. all of like three lines in, in all the movies and is one of the biggest selling characters and most popular characters there are. He had more than three lines. Give him some credit. Seven. <laughs> I love the I love the robot chicken where uh they show the Sarlacc pit and they show Boba Fett in there. Uh-huh. He's like, No man, I dove in. Yeah. That's a great episode. <laughs> yes, it is. I, think, right, I like the, I like that. I think that same episode possibly has the scene where instead of what the hell is an aluminum falcon? I like that. No, the, that where like Boba Fett steals um, Slave Leia mm-hmm. and kills all the Ewoks himself with the lightsaber. right? Yeah, with the lightsaber too. <laughs> Look, man, I got a lightsaber. That, that, that's the exact same scene when he's in. So I like. I think it's he's telling the story to the guy that's in there with. Him. Oh, I think you're right. I yeah. Think so yeah, I, I like. I don't remember if it's that exact episode of Robot Chicken or because they did I think two or three Star Wars ones. But in the one when Vader's on the phone with the Emperor, yeah. he's like, you must smell like burnt bacon wrapped in wet socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been flying around for no reason, or you've been flying around for two weeks. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. So you get, so your your quest continues for the... Well, ex- I'm for still looking for Boba Fett, or not Boba Fett, Are but, he, um, are for called? Chewbacca. Yeah. I know... Um, I've been hearing reports that the TIE fighter pilot Yoda and clone commander have been found really? recently, but I haven't seen them. I did get, like I, I said, I did get Vader and Jedi Luke. I recently got the speeder bike with the biker scout. Cool. Nice. And I also got the Imperial squadron set, which is kind of hard to find. I found that that has a black, uh, stormtrooper and a, um, black biker scout, shadow scout with a black, uh, speeder bike, which is a really cool set. I heard just even the basic stormtrooper is hard to find. I actually found him once mm-hmm. with a clone trooper and bought them both. And oh. I was like, "Thank you, nice, nice work." I, yeah. I have this image in my head of like back in the old school when we had pagers. Like I have this image of Brian having a big ass alpha pager on his hip that when it beeps, it's telling him where Star Wars uh, Black Series things are located. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> that would be so great. I mean, 
I did. It's the funny thing is though, I saw the Chewbacca figure at um, a local comic book shop I go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just didn't have the money on me to buy them. And usually I just Story no matter what life, I would just friend. buy it. Um, and did I they, just did I just said it all or it's just normal regular price. What, it was it was a little for? extra. That's kind of another reason why I was like, eh, I'm not gonna pay yeah. an extra five bucks for this if I can find it in the store locally somewhere. Right. Of course, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> And then I went back to the shop when I had money to buy it, and it was already gone. It's gone. gone. That's so, how it goes. Well, you know, you miss out sometimes. But that's the, it's kind of fun still. I don't do a lot of hunting anymore, but I have I really like the the 6-inch Black Series. It's kind of cool to have figures, like Star Wars figures, that size. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of a obsession of mine to try to get as many of them as I can. Now, do you keep them in the box, or are you actually displaying them? Uh, I have a couple extras that I want to open up, but I haven't opened him up yet i've only opened up a sand trooper okay and he's in with all my uh sand trooper statues or storm trooper statues and stuff i do have an extra white prototype boba fett i have an extra regular boba fett that i need to open up and put on display but it's really the conundrum though isn't it really like i i love buying the stuff i love buying whatever you know fandom i'm in Mm -hmm. or comics or whatever and I do buy them to collect them, but then to a point because I know I'm never going to sell it. Right. You but know, you but I to keep still don't want to. Well. Yeah. Like I have like, yeah, I have a Wayne Gretzky, like when he retired, like anniversary figure in box and I bought it at KB toys. Starting lineup. Yeah. 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 And I got it for like 15 bucks on sale or something. It's not in mint condition. The box was a little banged up, yeah. but even then, I mean, you look, there's not a lot of them out there and they go for, you know, 75, 80 bucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have like, but I mean, there's been times I've been like, I really want to take that out and really like see the thing. Yeah. But you can never, you're never gonna get it back in the right way, and especially like with you know, the what the, the, power, ones of I had, the power of the force ones. Yeah. You can't open it and put it back together. It's just not gonna yeah. happen. Well, the black series, you can, you can open it. I mean, it's just a taped box that is yeah. closed, so you could actually literally open it up and put it, put it back in there if you wanted. But to. I think those are kind of. I think a lot of newer stuff is made for that in mm-hmm. a sense. You know, because they know people want to display it, but they know people want to still be able to put it in the box. And yeah, definitely, you know. right. Well, but I mainly display statues, as you know. I've so, never moved yeah. so many boxes that said Star Wars in my life as last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it felt. It, I, and I'm not going to lie, Jimmy. I I felt pressured. I'm like, I got to be really careful with this. This is like Jimmy's prize shit. Well, if I drop this and something happens, he's going to be pissed. I did write for Jilly on it, so well, you're the, Italian. <laughs> you should know what that is, right? I, I, I carried a box into the truck, and it said it said fragile on it. I think I think Carrie was in there, and maybe um, I don't think it was AJ. It was somebody else in there. I'm like, okay, or maybe it was Kurt. I go, this one's fragile, so it must be Italian. <laughs> and they just looked at me for a second and start and started laughing because it took a second to kick in. Right. I'm like, yeah, so put that one, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know. I'm surprised Collecting. you actually grabbed that one because I, I took a lot of them by myself because I didn't want to make the truck because I'm like, I can see it right now. I have my gentle no, giant you, statues and someone goes, Whoops. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, one of those wow. boxes. It was like a narrow, like, okay. kind of, it, was, it wasn't, okay. you know, a character box. Like you said, there was a lot of them. So. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't think it even was Star Wars stuff in it. But, uh, like, you know, like I have, I have like a Danger Girl figure or mm-hmm. I don't even know what to call it really. It's an action figure, I guess. But sure. It's not like it's ever been actioned. Yeah. And, you know, that thing's got to be 15 years old now. Is that one of the McFarlane ones? It might be. I'll show yeah. it to you after. Okay, sure. And you can tell me. It might be. But um, you, I mean, the stuff you guys are, you know, buying up is it's awesome stuff. I mean, especially when you you're Jimmy and you get the whole display. It's a, yeah, it's an expensive hobby. As oh yeah, knows. yeah. So. Well, I've restricted it back in the day. I used to buy. I have every Power of the Force figure ever released. I have three. Nice. I I have <laughs> a lot of 
the figures in general over the years. I kind of stopped doing that with the smaller three uh, three inch scale and just it's the like, black series got me. It just was like I don't want to buy figures anymore. And then they came out with the black series, and I was just like, yeah. okay. You got me. I'm going to start yeah. buying figures again. They're very detailed, but see, that's twenty just, bucks that's a pop, just it. If not that's, more. That's, that's the that's, thing, yeah. But the details, the thing. When I was a kid, my parents and my older relatives were always complaining that oh, those GI Joes sucked. They're only three and a half inches. We had the six or eight inch, whatever mm-hmm. they were. And but I look at those, and they just didn't look good to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it didn't seem as lifelike or as cool. They were just, you know. So for me, I always liked the three inch figures. But the newer companies now, or the, nowadays, when they make the bigger figures, they put that detail in, which is really nice because they right. look really good. And if you if you make a bigger figure and you put the detail in, it's going to look even better. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh and, yeah. Well, they got a lot more articulation now too. Yeah. Um, oh, it's they, they look way. great. And even the, the smaller figures, I did buy a couple of the uh, the smaller Black Series figures. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of articulation now too. But I mean, I'm just I'm trying to stick with getting my Gentle Giant stuff. And getting the Black Series, and that's it. And then, of course, I'll Just probably that. buy. But it's hard to stick with one. Yeah, I know it thing, is because you're going to branch off. And then there's because there's a somebody, twelve inch line you want to go because with well because yeah. somebody's yeah. they're so. going to eventually release a character that you really like or a, a char- and they're going to release it in something that, something that looks crazy. totally well the, they'll release it in a, something totally different or something totally cool and badass and you're going to want it. Well, the twelve inch line like you're talking about the sideshow stuff that they do for the 12 inch line is amazing i can't even afford that and i i have some of them wow i have a bunch of them i just can't justify dropping but i had to stop as cool as they are because no but when it first started i I remember i got i have the original vader that they first released okay i have it on display at my house um i remember that one costing maybe a hundred bucks and they released the jedi version of vader that one's $250. Wow. I mean, such a huge difference. And when the figures first started coming out for the Sideshow line, they were between probably uh, 60 to $80. Mm-hmm. And now they average between 130 to 250 bucks. It's really expensive, See, and I can't, I can't buy them anymore. Nothing pisses me it off more sucks. than when, mm-hmm. when you watch like one of those shows, like you know, like the pawn shows or whatever, mm-hmm. where people bring in the stuff and they're like, "Well, we'll give you fifty bucks for it." I'm like, "No, you idiot! Take it to take it anywhere but there." Right. Yeah, no kidding. You know, take it to the comic book shop; they'll give you more money than you know sure. a pawn shop. Well, the, the people that oh actually would sell it for that low—it's it's either a divorce sale or yeah, they're just or just stupid. just idiots. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. That is, they need money to go gambling with, so it, they really can care less. Yeah. So. You know, it's just, oh, it's like I'm watching it, like, yelling at the TV, like, no, you moron. Like, <laughs> like there was somebody, like, that brought in a, um, an Apple IIgs, GS, which I always wanted one of those, and mm-hmm. I never got one. And the guy's like, oh, she, she had tons of software. She had all the, I'll give you 100 bucks for it. And I'm like, bullshit. I load up eBay, three of them uh, for sale, all, and they were bid on all the bids over 100 bucks just for the unit. Yeah. I'm like, do you not, like, research before you bring shit somewhere? Hmm. Well, I, I mean, I, I guess if you need it friend. in a complete pinch, like, that's one thing, but I was still. talking to a friend recently, and he was like, I need to sell some of my old games. And this guy's going to give me, like, 75 bucks for my Dreamcast and all my games. I'm like, how many games do you have? He's like, I think, like, 10. I don't have a lot. I'm like, okay. Well, there, what, were, there were a couple really games, rare games. What games do you have? He's like, well, I, I think I have all the Resident Evil games. And I'm like, well, you know that, like, Resident Evil 2 and three sell for about thirty bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So you're you're, you're already mm-hmm. cheaping yourself out right away. Yeah, the console yourself should be fifty bucks. Those yep. two games should be sixty. So you should at least get one hundred and fifty dollars for your system. Yeah, at, yeah. at the minimum, not seventy five bucks. Yep. So if you're gonna do it, make sure you you know 
do it right. Right. Yeah. Don't cheap yourself out just because you want to get rid of something. Yeah, I mean, if you need to get rid do of a it little that, research, if you need to get rid of it that quick, yeah, I, I get it. But you, you know, like I said, I the minute I saw that episode, I load up eBay. I look, I'm like, hundred bucks just for the unit, and she's, you know, ah, fine, here you go. I'm like, oh, hmm. wow. We yeah. we got derailed. We were talking about rebels. I mean, well, we were talking about action I, figures actually a little bit. Well, we went so. rebels to action figures, but I guess I guess my only question about rebels for you guys is, what do you think of it so far? I mean, it's been six episodes in, six, um, seven, six. six. I, I am. I think six it episodes in still has my attention. Yeah, for now it's 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 decent um, because like I remember when Clone Wars came out, I I saw the Clone Wars movie and I did not get attached to it because the movie's awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. so when the show came out, I was like, "Why in God's green earth are you making a show about this?" You so know, it took me a little a while before I started watching it, and then I started watching. It, I'm like, "Wow, the show is really good," except for the announcer in the beginning of it. Yeah, I get you past like that. Tom Kane. That's the voice of Yoda. Do you you know the is name that of what is you, that? The, he introduces every episode mm-hmm. all like. That's him. I hate it. I just don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like Tom King. It's, it's very, very dramatic, but it's very corny to it's, me. It's like like I've been saying on Rebels. It's just it's, it's got to catch the kids' attention. It reminds to, to adults. It's like yeah, what is it this? reminds yeah. me of something you'd hear in Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, but like I like, over, like the like episodes the of the show. I mean, the show episodes are great. It's just that introduction is just like, oh, really? So I mean, how I, did, I get what you're saying. You know, so kids. How, how's Rebels for you guys fair compared to the series, the the Clone Wars series? Clone Wars. It's different. It well, no, I mean, but quality wise and stuff. I mean, do oh, you, quality. It, it's the same quality. I mean, animation wise and yeah. the way it's voice done. acting's good. And, voice acting is good. Mm-hmm. Everything is good except for Chopper. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, overall, yeah, it's you know, it's it. Keeping my attention, and uh, I want to see more Empire. Basically, is kind of what I'm waiting for. You've always been kind of an Empire guy. It's yes. Got, yeah. Well, who isn't right? <laughs> it's got potential. I mean, you know, I, I work for the, at the Empire right now. I don't need to yeah. see it on the, TV. The carpet place, five A two three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Empire has been uh, not really featured a lot so far. So uh, I'm waiting. I'm sure they're going to be a big part of it. They're eventually, putting a lot so. of. It seems like they're putting a lot of backstory in before they get to that. They have yeah, to. yeah. They're they really, have to. They really want to make sure they build, they you know, build on the, yeah. the characters and their relationships and how they've met and mm-hmm. why they're working together and why they're doing this. It's kind of like you know, probably like a little bit. You know, they're smugglers. They're they're smuggling stuff for the rebels right. or for people mm-hmm. to make it a better world. And the Empire's there. They're in the background. They always mention them. we got to avoid the Empire. The Empire's here. Mm-hmm. You just reminded me about that as far as the way they're portraying the show. Now, it's obvious you know, that the Rebels are Rebels. They're supposed to be the bad guys. But obviously with the show, they're spinning it to make them seem like they're the heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, they're making the Empire on, yeah. seem like the villains. And, for well, example... I mean, that's how the movies work. For example... Yes and no. I mean, it's just the way you look at it. The way the one episode is when the uh, the Empire came, they took that that village from those that farmer. Yes, that yes. One scene uh-huh. and basically made them out to be the bullies. I mean, they they really don't have to be make it that you know black and white. But that's kind, but that's, but that's kind of what, what they, they were. Do though, in yeah. A sense. Well, I mean, remember? I mean, they, they killed they killed Luke's aunt and uncle. Well, for like no actual reason. Well, actually, if you if you look it up online, somebody did a YouTube fan f- video mm-hmm. where they go there and she's gonna like it's a domestic dispute gone bad. I I have a funny theory with that one. <laughs> that, that's that, a theory. That, is we'll so. talk about that one yeah. a little bit later. But it's a funny theory about that one thing. I believe it wasn't stormtroopers, but yes. Did, have you seen that one? Yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Now yeah. I think yeah. that that fits spot on pretty good. No disintegrations. Mm-hmm. Do you know what we're talking about, Johnny? I just because we might talk about it now. It, I mean, you might as well. Yeah. I pieced it yeah. together a little bit, but I'm assuming there's a theory going around that 
Stormtroopers didn't do it. Boba Fett, Boba Fett was there and did it. Right. Because we're just going to inject the character that wasn't into a movie into the movie. Right. But, well, yeah. well, well, he was injected when he was at, he was obviously there being at Mos Eisley at the starport when they yes, had him. Right. He was there was, in a was, sense. Was he in the in the original movie before CGI? I always I don't remember. No, he no. that right? CGI those that scene is is not a CGI scene. It was filmed. No, no, with, no I, I, yeah, but I mean before with the CGI. character that was supposed to be Jabba, and then Lucas changed it to the slug creature. Mm-hmm. But originally, Jabba was kind of uh, a human. He was character. a heavy set guy with a big, huge fur like yeah. coat. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett well, is in that scene. He, he is so in the scene in the, in the background. Okay, so he. What a lot of people said when Jimmy's pointing to is that uh, Boba Fett was there in Tatooine. Um. You know, these blaster points are too accurate for stormtroopers. He's an accurate shot. And the fact that they were burned to a crisp, which stormtroopers don't have flamethrowers, yes. but Boba does. And then so. later in the in Empire. In Empire, Vader tells Boba Fett, you know, no I want th- I want them caught alive, no disintegration. And he pointed right at Yeah, Boba no, Fett. I remember yeah. that. Basically, I guess a cool it, fan rumor. I, guess it's, I, I guess, like right. it. I guess it's a cool fan rumor. Mm-hmm. I just don't I mean, at that point, we we kind of know who he's hunting. He's hunting Han at that point because he's working for he's with Jabba. He's not with the Empire at that point, right? So, I mean, I just he's a take bounty it hunter. It well, I know, but I mean, mm-hmm. I just can't take it for what it is that he was it, he was probably there doing you know he could have been there doing anything. But it's kind of cool that he you know he basically killed his Vader's brother in law. So it's kind of funny, isn't it? In a sense, it could have. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You just look at it's cool fan fiction, you right. know. You don't know if that's the case or not. Well, I guess you know, the, fans the, like us who analyze a film will. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I go through out. this on other, other podcasts I do for other you know shows that, yeah. I, that I enjoy, and that's what fans do. And yeah. people that don't understand that, it's like, well, then you know, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we we overanalyzed the hell out of Doctor Who on that show, and I, I cut hours of footage like every year just because we keep going over it and yeah. arguing back and forth and. It is a neat theory. I mean, and it, it there's no reason it couldn't be it. Couldn't be it. I, I think it's cool because you know a blaster is not going to disintegrate somebody. They would have to shoot that those people a lot mm-hmm. to get them to burn up like that. Can you use one? <laughs> can you use a grenade of some sort? Don't they? Didn't they have? They, did, um, they had imperial detonators. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, so that would have done. When have you ever seen a right. stormtrooper throw a grenade? Right. That's true. They never. It was always attached to their back. Their fanny fanny pack. I called yeah. it. <laughs> have you? There. Um. I know in the in you, Clone okay, Wars here, cartoon, here, no, no, here, sure. Here's, but, yeah. here's, here's the thing, though. Too accurate for stormtroopers. Beginning of a new hope. Well, actually, they it's are too big... accurate for sand people. Yeah, that's Fire what points. he says. Yeah, mm-hmm. I miss I misspoke earlier. That's why when you said we that, I was like, I don't it. remember we got that. It, though. We got yeah. it, though. Yeah. Beginning of a new hope. They burst onto that ship. They hit everything they aim at. Um, they're dro- they're dropping rebels left and right. The rest of the rest. They of also this, had a cannon. They well, brought a cannon out as well. Well, no, no, well, no. When they first come in, no, I mean. in, oh. uh, in a new hope. Okay. In a new hope. I thought I thought you meant most likely no, when, no, no. when the Falcon was leaving the starport. No, but but every scene in all the movies from that point on, they can't hit anything. That's not necessarily true. Well, they, 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 can't, they, they, they can't hit they any lo- of the main characters. They, well, this was the way. They, How about that? They lose a lot of accuracy Porkins after went that down. scene. I mean, Porkins went down. <laughs> but he's not a main character. Right. You're not, but but Han and Luke Por- and Leia. Porkins didn't get shot down by a stormtrooper either. A TIE fighter. That's true. But, but you got to admit, the fact that they couldn't hit you know the Falcon while it's powering up and coming out, I mean, it's kind of a big big target. But, but when you, when you, too, when you, you know. watch A New Hope in the beginning of the... Well, and you do see the shields reflect some of them. But in the beginning, when they... They uh, take over the um, 
the diplomatic ship, yes. quote unquote. They uh, they're fairly accurate. They're and getting it's about, shot down too pretty well, easily. Yeah, they too. are. They are. Mm-hmm. But there was a college, um, I don't know if it was a college class or person, whatever. They did a paper on why stormtroopers would not be able to accurately shoot, and it's because you can't sight through the helmet. Yes, which yeah. would make perfect sense. Which would make sense that, of course, the rebels would have better aim because they're not wearing a full face mask. Yeah. But it, it, it is funny in that very beginning that they are far more accurate, not 100%, but far more accurate than you see them for the most part later on. Well, even even later on in that scene. Those guys didn't even have really good cover. So, I mean, they were sitting ducks. I just like <laughs> to think that they were clones and clones of clones. That DNA basically just deteriorated over time. I, I, see, well, they're, they're not no, really clones. They're not clones of clones. I, I think they were more point, badass. Though. They were more badass in the prequels because they were freshly new clones. Yes, compared to obviously in the trilogy. So, well, I, I kind of just it think makes that... me think of the movie. You know, was it uh, Michael Keaton? Multiplicity. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Obviously, after the eighth one, he was a fucking <laughs> retard. So you know what I mean. So that's that's my my point is yeah. with stormtroopers is. Well, I, I think I think to me the the. Not being able to sight properly through the helmet makes perfect sense because when you're shooting from the hip, you're, you're not aiming. Well, here's the and, good and thing. And really, in a lot of the scenes, they're kind of they're not shooting sighting through. Well, the iron sights, yes. if you will. Well, it course. is a carbine, so I mean. Well, here's a good thing, you know. Bringing of course, it up is a future. You think the clones, it, the, the helmet be linked to the and gun everything and, in in Rebels, which I think was a good episode. Was I like when, how he brought that back around the Rebels. Nice. Yeah. Work. Well, the the one where they break into the Imperial Academy, you see mm-hmm. now that. The Empire is actually recruiting people to become stormtroopers. They're not just clones anymore. I want to see which is kind of cool. I want to see that that was in the expanded universe in some of the books. Yeah, it, it, I want to say I remember that being said before. But after you know, after the Empire takes over, they people want to start joining the Empire. Well, sure, so, they're going to yeah. pay. They're going to pay them to you know. It's like anything else. You're yeah. going to get paid to be in the army. Mm-hmm. You and, know, and realistic, realistically. You you were you made a good point that you know they make the empire look like the bully and and reali- realistically they are to an extent but you know not every imperial or imperial post or outpost or planet is as harsh as some of the ones you see in other you know sure okay because it's just like in real life mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. you know England had how many colonies for you know centuries and some of them were run by complete jerk offs that were horrible oh, people and other ones were fine mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's the same kind of situation right yeah and this just Oh, I guess I didn't mute the Facebook status updates. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> but from my point of view, what I was getting at is it seemed like they were just basically portraying the Empire to be exactly the galactic bullies. Yeah, well, the evil Empire. And the poor yeah. rebels. Well, I guess my, my thing is in the beginning, you they, I see your point because in the beginning, it shouldn't be portrayed that way. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, the Empire really wasn't quite as oppressive as it became. Right. Well, then they said... They become more corrupt as they get more powerful. Execute Order 66 and just yeah. start whacking everybody. Well, they wanted to get rid of the Jedi because they were a threat, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, you know, at some point in the Expanded Universe, we see this the, the same thing happen, only it flips because all the smugglers and stuff that helped the Rebels win are now criminals again because the Rebels have laws that are smuggling oh, is course. against law. You know, and that's where a lot of... Uh, one of I want to say one of Han Solo's kids... Like starts becoming like Anakin because he's starting to rule with an iron fist, and in oh, his yes. mind he's doing the right thing mm-hmm. because he's enforcing the law. But he's basically he turns, the rebel, the rebel alliance, whatever I can't remember what it's called at that point, is basically be going down that same road again. Yeah, he turns dark. Yeah, in that expanded yeah. universe. And I want to so. say and his sister, his sister takes him out. Yeah. Takes him out. Yeah, but, yeah. But it 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 goes to show that you know everything's a matter of perspective. The smugglers, oh, are, the smugglers are the good guys because they're helping the rebels. They're helping the underprivileged, but they're st- but they're <laughs> yeah. still breaking the law. 
And once the war is done, those laws come back into effect only with the new regime. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know. Still, I still fly with cycle. the Empire. Oh, I like the X-Wings. I always oh, thought they were cooler. Uh, Empire was always, yeah, they're always yeah. badass. So. If, I, if I had a pick, I'd pick, I'd pick the, uh, the smugglers. I would want to be an AT-AT driver. Really? Really. I love that thing, and I love his outfit. I, I think AT-AT at is the coolest stormtrooper. Now, General Veer, General Veer, Veer, oh, sorry, I can't talk. General Veer's yes. uniform or the actual AT-AT The AT-AT driver. With, you got the yeah, vacuum, no, I know the vacuum hoses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white yeah, suit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, those See, are my I, favorite troopers of very, all time. I will close. say yeah. that the, they uh, they did have some pretty sweet looking armor and stuff. Oh yeah, you know I will say that. Uh, I've always been. I just always thought the X wings were cool. They and, are cool. And you you guys would have been the guys that when we were playing X wing versus Tie Fighter years ago on modems would have been complaining and bitching at me that I'm not a real pilot because I have shields. And I'm like, <laughs> well, the stats where it shows I've shot down a hundred of you of you to two of me. Yeah, hard to argue. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the whole idea behind a TIE fighter is they were cheap, maneuverable, and easy to make. And, yeah. you know, they don't need shields because they want all that power for speed, maneuverability, and weaponry. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the one wrong hit. And yeah. I, always, I always thought the Y-Wing was a cool-looking ship, to be honest. Yeah, the Y-Wing's cool. And it was, it was a durable little... Durable... Uh, it, took, it, t- that, it would take a lot of abuse. I used that a lot on uh, Star Wars yeah. Commander. You play yeah, that game at all? No. 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 Yeah, I mean, it was a bomber. It was designed to really Tedious. take a beating. And it, it, it was. Game. I think it was the only one with three different weapons. You had ion pulse cannons. You had, uh, you had ion cannons. You had lasers. And you had uh, the torpedoes. Yeah. So you would just come... Uh, even, in the, even in that game, I'd come flying in and just start blasting everywhere with the ions, bring shields down, and just start launching whatever else. Mm-hmm. It was a hell of a... And then, of course, the YT-1000, you know. Yes. Yeah, that's the, my, that was always my ultimate choice. Because, <laughs> I mean, what's cooler than flying the... I mean, it wasn't always the Millennium Falcon in those games. It was, like I said, it was the YT-1000. Okay. 1000? Yeah, I think so. But uh, you knew what it was, you know. It just right. wasn't tweaked. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Rebels, first impressions, you guys like it so far? Overall? I mean, it's holding your interest. It's Jimmy, holding Jimmy interest, se- yeah. Jimmy seems interested in it. Yeah. I, I want to start watching it. Mainly because I want to watch it for the character you don't like because I, like I said, he matches my personality perfectly. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. You might like him. And like I said, he's not bad in every episode, but a couple episodes. He's episode. kind of annoying. So. He's, he's an annoying little box, you know, annoying little trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it, too. That's the thing. He knows he's annoying. And he and he uses that to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He annoys a lot of characters on that ship, so... <laughs> oh man! But uh, what else can we talk about Rebels? Um, I guess they're going to start talking about uh, Sabine's backstory. I we talked so. a little bit about it at the Imperial Academy. It yeah. came out that she was once a cadet. Yes, and mm-hmm. so we don't v- know. We v- don't know why. So we don't know her story as far very as why Han, she very Han Solo-ish went to the Rebels. Yeah, he was in the Imperial Academy for something. Yeah, and then well, in the Han Solo they books anyway. But kind of how she got her armor a little bit. Did they that I, she was. On Mandalore, well, I figured she was cadet. She was cadet on Mandalore, but they—I yeah. don't think they really talked about how she obtained it. Not really, no, a little yeah. bit, but they, they mentioned where she got it from, basically. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, I like to see more about her. She seems like an interesting character. Okay. The other uh, thing I probably would talk about, maybe you guys might know, is the whole thing when the Inquisitor, obviously, with new Kanan's uh, fighting style, and knew his basically who trained him. Yeah. And they mentioned a name which I never even heard of. I don't remember the name. But I mean, that's what they're, weird, I think, I'm pretty sure name. that's what they're going to do. I mean, they're building a new, you know, it's, it's like when, uh, what was it? What was, um, what was the N64 game that came out? Shadows of the Empire? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually some of those characters worked their way into the comics and the books and they other were, games. They but, were, but that was think, actually... Is that, was, that the Kyle Katarn era? Well, yeah, it, but it, was, it, was, was, a, it was a tie-in game that was tied into the movies, that the prequels and the trilogy somewhat, mm-hmm. the original trilogy. Because I, I want to say it was released right around when the prequels came out. Maybe th- a little before. I think the comics came out before the games, though. Well, they were, they were always probably. comics. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know... In fact, the last comic I was reading was um, Legacy of the Force, and it takes place like 100 years in the future, and this guy's like a descendant of Luke Skywalker, and there's knights and stuff again. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it was okay, but he's a real D-bag. Okay. You know, it was really hard to character to like. But, I, I mean, it was a neat concept to let's jump forward to, you know, the Jedis are kind of the, I don't want to say bad guys, but, you know, it's definitely. It's different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, that's one thing they're doing now is I, um, with comics in general is that the, the Dark Horse line of Star Wars is finished. officially over. Yeah. And, and uh, these were these were I think this was I think the last this is, Dark Horse. Yeah. They did. And now starting in January, uh, Marvel will be making Star Wars comics again. You know, what I thought was funny is Disney owns. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. didn't yeah. know about that. Well, because really? well, Disney owns Marvel, so it makes yeah. it makes okay. perfect sense. But what doesn't make sense is Disney owns Mar- owns Marvel and. <laughs> If I'm correct, I read that IDW is publishing Disney comics, uh, like class, I'm not like sure. classic Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck or something, like some classic stuff. And I'm like, really? Because you own Marvel, why are you having IDW do it? Hmm. I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to stuff like that, so yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah, it pops up on the on the trending thing on okay. Facebook, and I'm like, oh, really? Hmm. Gotcha. Okay, it's interesting to you know read that. But Marvel had Star Wars originally. Yes, I, mean, I actually have the first issue. Of that, it's a reprint, I think, mm-hmm. second print or something. And then I have the first issue that introduced Boba Fett. I think it's issue 76, maybe, or wow. something like that, or 86. I, I think it has a six after it. So yeah. It's somewhere up there. It's a really cool cover. And they actually, um, one of the variant covers for the new Marvel comic line actually is a variant of that first Boba Fett issue. That's cool. Yeah. So, I, I believe, somebody told me, I don't know how true this is, and I the scripts were kept secret. Obviously, we know that no one really knew what was going on, and they were writing com- they were writing the comics side by side, with you know as the movie was going on. And somewhere in some of the comics, Luke and Leia make out, because no one writing the comics knew that they were going to have Luke and Leia be brother and sister. Well, they kind of kiss in the New Hope too. So you yeah, know. no, but this wasn't just like a kiss. This okay. was a little was, more in depth. That was a smooch, yeah, for sure. a- allegedly yeah. from what I've heard from people. You oh know, no, it wasn't a New Hope. It was Empire. Empire. Beginning of Empire. Yeah. yeah. From what I've read, or, or from what people I that like I work with that were around, like well, they were a little older older than us at the, at the time, mm-hmm. so they were collecting them. Said that you know I'd like to see it just with my own eyes to verify that, but allegedly because they wouldn't have known what was going to be written. That stuff can all be gotten. I know. I know Dark Horse uh, reproduced a lot of those in trades and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can get them if you if you want to. Marvel's look for them. had some of the big franchises in. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. had Star Wars. They they did the original Doctor Who run. They mm-hmm. did, you know. Yeah, they're 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 but the dark the Dark Horse Star Wars. I always thought were. I think it's fantastic. I think those I, are the best. It's a shame that it's uh, Dark Horse isn't doing it anymore. I think so. I think Dark Horse is one of the best comic shops out there. Yeah, they've been consistent throughout yeah. the years. So I've always liked Dark Horse and Image, and mm-hmm. so when I heard they were losing, you know, Star Wars, I was like, oh, they did such. A I good knew job. it was going to happen eventually. I did so. too. I mean, once Disney bought Marvel and then bought Lucasfilm or Lucas Arts. I'm like, obviously, they're going to... Why Why would you pay a third party? First off, 
it's, Dark Horse does a lot of DC work. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. So you're not going to, you're yeah. not going to like, it's like a conflict you know. of interest basically. Yeah. yeah. But there's always a possibility, you know, that some of the artists that worked in the stuff at Dark Horse will work oh, with Marvel too. Sure. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, comic book artists, I mean, there's artists that drew, that worked on Spider-Man and Superman. Yeah. You know, of course. I mean, so. That's happening nowadays too. A yeah. lot of the, the artists that you I go used to where, love when where, I was a kid, you go where the work is, is now doing stuff for Marvel and DC, which is they used to do a lot of independent stuff, yeah. and now they're doing that. So yeah. it's it's good stuff. So it's an exciting time for Star Wars. Very cool. Yeah. It definitely is. I think it's uh, you know, next year in December, we'll, we'll all be really excited, and hopefully the movie will be great. And, you know, keep it up with the comics. And, I'll, I'll settle for I'll settle for I'll, settle, I'll settle for above average. I'm I'm looking for great. So I, I'm I'm hoping for great. I'll settle for above average. As long as it's it's better than the the prequel trilogy, I'll be very happy. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they really uh, took note of that and how much uh, the fans really didn't care for them those films. And I didn't mind it, except for Charger. Yeah, um, I mean, I, didn't I don't think mind they were them. horrible, but they didn't. They didn't have the same they didn't feeling. Have the f- exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That, and that's exactly what I, when I watch them, things don't look real. They don't look right. And this is what we talked about with, with Mike when it came to, you know, CGI. Those movies had so much CGI in them that, you know, you watch, you watch A New Hope and there's, it looks like there'd be dirt in the corners of stuff. It looks like a real world uh-huh. where in the prequels stuff was all CGI. CGI looks too clean, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't work. It doesn't work for me. I mean, watching it, you know. I didn't think the what was the second one the um, Clone Attack Wars of the Clo- uh, Clone Wars no Attack of Attack the, Clone of the, Clone the Clone Wars Attack of the Clone Wars <laughs> I didn't think that was a bad movie I thought it was enjoyable it just it was just too clean even the way the clones looked it just no I thought there were certain scenes where it, it, the cl- clones didn't look very clean and I thought certain things worked it was out incon- well it was inconsistent yeah um, because the CGI the CGI stuff looked so. In all those films, gleaming and stuff, and then you—it was such a stark contrast when they'd show something that wasn't, you know, it just didn't. But why, the why feel was, was just different. I say the feel is different. All those films, though, have certain scenes that are still great. Yes, in all of them, yes. we'll just say like, I, for example, off the top of my head, we'll just say like, when they showed Kamoa, the uh, the water scenes, were yes, very, were very mm-hmm. very detailed, yeah. very very real. Yeah. The scenes with basically uh, Django versus uh, Obi Wan was, was, was really good. Yeah. But then when you go to Coruscant with the whole Mace Windu versus Palpatine, that, yeah, that, Windu just gets like that was the window CGI. Yeah, it? that yeah. was horrible. So, and, and it wasn't it, even that great a fight scene. I always loved. I mean, the, you, 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 the Darth you, Maul battle scene in Phantom Hope. That, I think. That, Phantom the Menace. music, or mm. Phantom Menace, yeah, Phantom Hope. Whatever, See, it was <laughs> whatever it is. What's funny is if you listen to our past episodes, I'm the one bumbling yeah. the names. Uh, that scene's great. That was that was one of the scenes that you know. Again, when the movie came out, that was that, that scene saved, is that great. saved the movie. Really, yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, that that makes. I well, you mean, you mean a movie about you mean a movie about a trade dispute? It's not entertaining usually. <laughs> yeah, but that's a great scene. It and, is, and you know, even the the stuff. In uh, Revenge of the Sith, at the end, the fighting. Oh yeah, that's with, was great. With Anakin and Obi Wan. Besides their confrontation talk before the fight starts, yeah, the actual fight scene is really well done. The end of that movie wasn't bad until he screams no, and then it just killed it. Well, it's because it was such a bad just. It just yeah. didn't. It didn't fit. Well, there's a lot of things Which that don't fit. It's his anger, movies. basically. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's I what they were trying to portray. I, I understand that, but it just didn't come across right for a lot of people. I'm not yeah. one of them. I think the ending fight scene was fine. I just, I also like the the Yoda Palpatine scene. Yeah, in that one, but I didn't like the Yoda Dooku scene in Clones. I, I thought really, I'm the other way around. I just, I was, 
I just, I like the Yoda. Well, besides him, besides him bouncing everywhere, but yeah, he didn't really do that against uh, the Emperor. I thought he was tired. He was was tired. I don't know if he was tired, but (laughs) I, I actually was the not biggest disappointment. One of the biggest disappointments for me was, hey, Sam Jackson's going to play a Jedi. Sam Jackson's a badass in every movie, except the Star Wars. prequels well he kills Django. he's kind of badass when he does that yeah and he's real badass when he gets pushed out the window that was bad <laughs> that's what yeah His, that like, was bad in like, general they, they should, they push. Should, he was force lightning out so the difference yeah okay well he he, he went out Pal- the window do you see well, he all of a sudden got his hand cut off he's like mother <laughs> and then <laughs> i'm just that, <laughs> that, that, that's, that fight scene between those two could have been better I mean, especially you know, I, would, I, I think that could have been a better scene. I would take that. that Not scene that it was over, horrible. Over it was Palpatine just... fighting the three Jedi's when he was going to get arrested. I mean, that was that was weak. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I would agree with that. As fans, you can analyze it and you can say, "All right, obviously, when they showed like Kit Fisto and I forgot the other two Jedi's, but they the way they they basically Kit Fisto sounds like a really bad porn. They man. didn't they didn't <laughs> stand a chance. But we, you can you can argue and say that yeah, it was basically it was all force. Um, Force being used, force powers to basically used against their will. That, yeah, that basically made them fight in slow motion. So mm-hmm. that's a good point to end on. Yeah. Did you? So. I'm not much on rumors and stuff, but do you see that fan trailer I posted on on mm-hmm. the site? Yeah. I think out of I'm not that I've seen a bunch of them, but out of most of them I've seen that I've seen that's probably the best one as far as it's, it's being cool, pretty, pretty good. But I, I'm really excited because I'm pretty sure they're going to release a, a trailer soon during the Hobbit. Right. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait to see that. Which is basically going to be like a 10-second like little peak thing. I hope it's a little longer than 10 seconds. You sure? <sighs> and it's like the fucking chest plate. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember the teaser back well, when you can't Phantom hear that. Well, actually, yeah. you can't hear that because he's not in it anymore. Yeah. But the teaser of Phantom Menace, all it was was the fog scene. Remember for the, the Battle of Naboo? Yeah. It was just the fog scene. That's all they showed for a teaser. I remember that in theaters. I, I remember it clearly because I remember just going to pay money it, to see a movie I didn't want to see. I just went to pay money just to see the trailer. Yeah. And then I Th- walked that, out was, that was before the internet. <laughs> yeah. Or before yeah. the internet was the way it is now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm you know what the trailer's going to be? It's going to be... It's gonna be it's going to be just a black scene, and then you're, it's going to lighten up just enough to see uh, Harrison Ford, who's going to turn, look at the screen, and just... <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I'm hoping well, it's it's at least a minute long teaser with you know just intercut uh, just intercut pictures. You don't really have to do much, but just show the cast. Mm-hmm. Well, let's I mean, see not, let's see those classic characters I'd in be their shocked costumes. In Thirty seconds. I, yeah. I, I mean, can go from I can go for a minute, like forty something seconds to a minute. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably filmed enough live action footage to be able to put something together. Sure. I mean, and they've been working on post production stuff for two weeks, three weeks. I mean, about, the, about that time. Yeah. So, I'm sure they'll put something nice together. They have it. Oh, yeah. We can talk about some facts for, for episode seven. Do you guys know anything as far as what's going on? I've been trying so to avoid everything, to be perfectly okay. honest. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I couldn't help but look at some of the pictures and stuff that have been released from the sets and all that because I just want mainly because I just wanted to see, you know, what route they were going with, you know, stuff, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, and it, like I said, I mean, from a picture, you're not going to really. Spoil the film for yourself, unless oh, it's right. like the whole unless unless it's like you know the cast sword fighting or something. You know, yeah. but they were just static pictures. There was no nothing really going on. Right. It was between scenes. Yeah, it's safe to say that you know what you can talk about is not going to ruin anything. So, did you read about the the big huge water tank that they're using in Pyron Studios? I heard about it because now but we I don't know, know it's going to be an underwater scenes. Yeah. They, they were okay. doing some filming in this huge or like, it's a huge huge tank, tank. For, for Java. <laughs> <laughs> bringing him back. He's dead. They can bring him back. 
You can't bring back Jabba. You can bring back another hut, sure, but not right, Jabba. Right. Yeah, true. Be. But no, I, yeah, I heard they, they I saw the images of it that it's a you know, are, it, do you think it's going to be an underwater water scene or do you think they're using that to simulate like weightlessness to film a scene that's in space? Good question. Because then they do that. With, I mean, like, that's, space what Na- that, that's what they NASA do that? does, and that's mm-hmm. what how the, I believe in Space Odyssey. They did okay. that. You're right. You're not. But, I mean, that's, about how, that. that's how NASA. I figured it'd be water, be an underwater scene. But well, I think that's right. what the Good. bulk of people are thinking is it's an underwater scene. But mm-hmm. have, we've never. Well, I mean, you could have one. Why not? I mean, we've never had one before. But what the hell, right? We but yeah, it, it, it could be a way to you know simulate something. Mm-hmm. But most likely, it's probably some sort of underwater scene. Maybe they're introducing a new planet that's you know. The inhabitants live underwater or something. Yeah, the fish people, the Gungans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Aquaman, Aquaman's their leader. Oh. Aquaman's a badass in LA, so beware. Yeah, whatever. Aquaman <laughs> was on Game of Thrones. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what else? Dude? So uh, we knew, we knew the, that. I saw yeah. this. I mean, it is, it is a huge tank, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's hard to you know filter out all the bullshit from uh, what's accurate. Um it's that that really these characters that they that these new characters they really not haven't talked much about it. No, and no, not a lot. Obviously, me. I know they're on the contract and they kind of keep a you know their mouth shut, but you know you would think something would come out by I, now. I think visually, just looking at the cast, I mean the cast looks like a, a cast that fits. Sure, but I guarantee there's one guy with dark hair with black hair. I can't think of his name. I guarantee he's a bad guy. Guarantee it. I know. The minute they show it, I'm like, he's a bad guy. Oh, probably he's, Adam Driver. That yes, guy. Yeah. yes, that's he, who it was. He's in some holiday movie that's coming out now, and I'm just thinking, I'm look, looking at him like, really? He's the bad guy in the holiday movie too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explains it. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, but, but you looked at his picture and you're like, yeah, he's a bad guy. I think there was another one too that I'm like, yeah, he's a, that's that's a th- that's a that. Well, here's right there. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. Bring it back to Rebels again. That the characters are supposed to be Inquisitors in the Force Awakens, the bad guys. And they have the Inquisitor in Rebels, so maybe you know, I can see that a little tie in there, maybe. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. I mean, there's not been really any plot things that no, have been come no. out. I mean, I would assume the I would assume they're trying to mop up what's left of the Empire. Well, I mean, I would I mean, or you know, not, I would I would assume the, you know it's somewhere. The only thing we can possibly do a scene from is the fact that they did some filming in some island. Outside of Ireland, I think it was called Scalings Island or something like that. But they did some filming out there, which is rumored that's basically that's where uh, Luke Skywalker is in hiding right now. So, hiding or captured? Like I didn't hear them like captured. I, I think I've been like hearing hiding. lots of different rumors. Like, he's well, that's what I mean. Hiding. It's all rumored. It, 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 the been, script has been kept pretty secret. He's been, he's, and the he's female been held captured by some group, the Inquisitor group mm-hmm. that was holding him captured. See, that's what I heard. There's there's a lot of different rumors, and you know, rumors right. are rumors, and. I just want to see some stuff, man. I want yeah. to, let's get, let's get get me a, a preview trailer. Give me something, right? You know, we've been waiting long enough. I oh. remember the excitement when um, Re- the game Rebel Assault came out. Because when Rebel Assault came out, it was it, I mean the game the game was on rails. I mean it was you know oh yeah, but it was the first time they had shot live action action Star Wars footage in I want to say it was like since Jedi, so mm-hmm. it was maybe okay. six years, seven mm-hmm. years, and. That's when rumors started swirling that they're gearing up for the, for new movies, and a few years later, they announced prequels. But that that game has the, I mean, that, there was so much excitement about it, and that's how this is now. I mean, it's it's there's no one knows anything. But there's a lot of excitement about it because people are you know, a lot of people had a bad taste in their mouth from the prequels, like we talked about. You know, there's some good scenes in them. There were some oh, good yeah. parts to them. Mm-hmm. Just overall, they weren't you know, 
I think there's just a ton of excitement. It's uh, it reminds me of that time period when X Wing was the X Wing game was out and Tie Fighter was out, and then when Rebel Assault came out and everyone's like, oh, it's live action Star Wars footage. Ah. <laughs> the game sucks, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was getting like ratings of like nine out of ten, and really it wasn't a good game. Yeah. <laughs> but it was wow. live action. And I, I mean, to a point, I think the video game franchises really kept you know Star Wars in the public eye for a long time until the prequels, the, um, and you know. Because you had you had um, Dark Forces, yes. which to this day is, I mean, graphically it doesn't look great, but it's a great game. That's where they introduced Kyle um, Katan, Katan. Katan. Mm-hmm. and then you had Dark Forces Two, which was a good one. You know, I mean, so what was the Star Wars game that came out for like Sega CD? Was that live action as well? Sega CD had because um, they were doing a lot of like yeah no like motion games like no. uh, I don't remember what it motion was. games no because Rebel Assault unless it was Rebel Assault, but I don't think that was on Sega CD. Okay. It, it uh, might have been. It might have been, but I don't it think it was. It was on PlayStation, I know that. Yeah, but Sega CD was gone by PlayStation time. Mm, it was pretty well, much. Well, because the, the Saturn was out. Yeah, that's true. Or, I'm sorry, the Saturn was bombing. Yeah. But, yeah, they, there was a game that looked like a Star Wars game that came out on it, though. Wing Commander? Wing Commander was awesome. You know the story behind Wing Commander? Mm-mm. Chris Roberts, the creator of Wing Commander, watched Star Wars, the, mo- the original trilogy, and loved it. Just loved it. And he wanted to make a Star Wars game. And he went and approached LucasArts, and he was a video game programmer, and he said, I'd love to, you know, work on the games for you. And LucasArts is like, no, we're, we're doing our own. We'll get there, you know. And they hadn't released them yet. So he uh, he's like, well, all right, I'll just do my own. And he did Wing Commander. And I don't know if you've ever played them, but, I mean, Wing Com- the Wing Commander games were pretty badass. The first two were on par with anything else. I mean, they, they set the standard for space combat. That, that LucasArts had a match. I mean, really. Uh, Mark Hamill in Wing Commander? Mark well? Hamill is in Wing Commander 3, okay. 4, hmm. and he was in the final one that was supposed to start a new trilogy, but early 2000s, late 90s, people didn't want space games like that anymore. They didn't want space, you know, combat. Right. And it was uh, that was Wing Commander Prophecy, and he was in that one. And that okay. was... The, the production values and the cost of those games were so high because, I mean, they were shot like a Hollywood film. You know, I mean... Actually, Biff from Biff from uh, Back to the Future was in three and four. I want to say. Oh, cool! He was uh, he was one of the pilots. That's cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple good-looking girls in those too. I don't know if they were from anything <laughs> else, but <laughs> okay. But they were. No, it was solid games. But yeah, he was. He wanted to make a Star Wars game, and he beat him to the punch. You know, it's funny when it's funny when you hear a studio say, "Oh, we're going to take care of it. We're working on it." And then, like, like in a year, they're not done yet, and this guy's like, "Here you go." I created a whole whole new lore and storyline. Granted, you were fighting giant cats. I mean, but still, it's still cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they were good games. And they were pretty well done. I, by the time it got to the fourth one, Mark Hamill had a huge part in I think the fourth one. But it, it, they started to get like that one was kind of like the the best the best ones were one, two, and three. Then they okay. had one called Privateer, where you were kind of you were just a smuggler. You could buy your own ship, modify it. I mean, you were Han Solo, basically, <laughs> which was great. But, uh, yeah, the fourth one was, like, cinematography was great and stuff, but gameplay was, I mean, there were, like, 30-minute cutscenes. You know, it was oh, just okay. outrageous. So when they did the last one, Prophecy, they cut all that down, so it was, you know, more condensed and more like the older ones. Sure. But, yeah, that's how that's what he wanted to do, make Star Wars, and they wouldn't let him. That happens. Yeah. Right. And then they made a they made a really shitty movie about uh, Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr. where the where the spacecraft looks like P fifty one Mustangs. Well, guess what? <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is now involved in Star Wars. I know, yeah. right? He's back. 
He's back in Rebels. <laughs> not for a voice actor. Not, you know, no, he, no, he's I, fine. I never thought he was a horrible I, actor. Or I'm still I mean. thinking like it's basically f- he's like Fred from Scooby Doo. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's wearing the white shirt and the ascot. Yeah, yeah, I think he's doing that while he's doing his his voiceover. So it's just kind of funny, just nice. picturing him basically, you know, imitating his character he's playing here. So it's hilarious, but it's it's working so far. Yeah, cool. So we'll end on that note because the note we tried ending on before we went over. So yeah. keep going <laughs> yeah. on tangents, man. We got a lot of editing, or you can add this to the next show, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah we got two episodes out of it. No, yeah. but anyways, thanks for joining us on episode six, six. of uh, Jedi Star Fun Wars. Time. Jedi Fun Time. I almost said Star Wars Fun Time. It's Jedi Fun. I got time. all the names of the movies right this time and blew our own podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, stay tuned. We'll come. We'll be back with our episode seven eventually. Yeah. yeah thanks yeah. for listening. And I'm uh, I'm John. This is Jimmy. And this is Brian, man. And like I said, these are the droids you're looking for. Definitely.